Now, yesterday I spoke to Linda Johnson, who's the Vice President of the Gilderton Community Association, because uh, there's a few issues up there that the locals and a few people that visit the area aren't too happy about. More than 60 people protested at the Gilderton Foreshore on the weekend and called for Jin Jin Shire Chief Executive Officer Aaron Cook to resign. It comes after the town's only cafe closed its doors last month, a couple of years after the council granted the lease to new owners. And on the line, I've got Shire President Wayne Fuster at the moment. G'day, Wayne. Yeah, good day, Ian. Good to talk. Good to talk to you too, mate. Is there a possibility of a cafe going to return to the town? Because there seems to be a few issues there. There's no doubt about that. A lot of people aren't happy. Oh, I know. Look, that's the intention. Um, you know, we, we certainly want to get a cafe up and running and getting it back there as, as quickly and as soon as possible. Um, you know, the town, the town certainly needs it. Uh, it's just a matter of working through a, a process. Obviously, the, the current leasees have uh, seen it necessary to close the doors, but they've obviously still got a lease. They're still paying their rent. Um, but we're working with them to try and find uh, uh, another leasee to take over the lease and uh, reopen the, the cafe. How much so longer has their lease got to run, Wayne? I think it was a five-year plus another five extension. So they've oh, been there wow. for a couple of years. Uh, they, they, one of the issues that I think they've had is, is uh, you know, they, when they took on the lease, it was right in the middle of the COVID. Or COVID happened just after it, and... We've had a few issues with um, one one setting up the shop and getting um, contractors to, to do the fit out, but also getting staff. And you know, we all know staff's been a massive massive problem. Still is. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure whether people are aware, but here's an example: the Dome Cafe in Margaret River was, I understand, was closed two days a week during the holiday period for the same reason. So it doesn't. It's not just Lanson or Gilderton or. Any other town, everyone's sort of suffering the same same issues. Yeah, Linda said that the locals who were uh, running the cafe and whatever were trying to do the best that they could, and there was no complaints about that. But I mean, things like uh, closing at three pm on Australia Day, you know, and people are getting up there going, "You can't even buy a coffee and sit in the cafe on Australia Day afternoon after three o'clock." All that's, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 pretty tough. What what did the shy think of the residents protesting on the weekend and uh, that petition they're running for the uh, for the for Aaron Cook, the Shire CEO, to resign? In, in regards to the protest, I mean, we didn't have a we didn't have a problem, and they're entitled to, to protest. Um, I, I guess in hindsight, it would have been better for them to to protest under a, under a under a different banner. Or I mean, it's unfortunate that the person actually who organised the, the, the protest and had most to say on the protest has got a financial interest in another business, like for like with the cafe, and the cafe was the main talking point of the of the protest. I understand. Uh, when you've got a financial interest, I think you've got to be a little bit careful about how much public support you try and get behind you because it does look a little bit pointed at times. But I'll leave that up to them. That's a decision they can make. And, and, and likewise with the people that attended the rally, um, they can make their own judgment on, on whether it was appropriate or not. But um, I've got an opinion on that and I'll stick by that. All right. Uh, as, far as, as far as issues with, with the CEO, look, you know, a lot of these issues, a lot of these decisions that uh, people are complaining about and talking about um, a decision of council, not the CEO. The CEO has certainly has delegated delegated authority to make some decisions off, off their own bat, like what was with some of the managers within the office. Uh, but ultimately, uh, council, uh, in this instance, and, and quite a few instances that they're relating to council council laws, uh, and, and there's been nine of us, only eight at the moment. One's one's left, but we've got nine, we've got eight councils at the moment, and council made the decision in, in all those circumstances. Well, Aaron Cook, the Shire CEO, who didn't attend Saturday's rally, said some information being shared on social media was false. Uh, what information is that? Oh, related that relates to the the, uh, the complaints made by the by the organiser of, of the rally uh, regarding the process that the cafe was leased out to the to the new tenants. Um, you know, they believed for some reason or other they believed that they had a right to to continue with their lease. Um, they haven't got any documentation, or we haven't got any documentation. 
if they did have, I'm sure we'd, we'd, we would have had a legal case put, to, put, put forward to us. But they, they believe they had a right to, to stay there. We, their, their lease had expired. We wanted to test the market. Um, it hadn't been tested for some 30 or 25 to 30 years. We thought it was appropriate to go out and test the market, which we did. Um, we had three expressions of interest. Uh, and that was narrowed down to two tenders. One of those he pulled out at the tender um, process. Uh, so we had two tenders come in, one from the, the, the current leasees, the one that got the shop in the road or the cafe at the moment, and, um, and, and one that was put in by the family of the uh, protest uh, organisers. So, you know, as I said, there's, a, there's a certainly a, an interest um, interest there but uh, so we followed due process we went through we had all the documentation we, we chose what we believe was that was the right person or right, right company at the time to, to take on the, the new lease uh, interestingly we were getting comp- we were getting complaints about the shop um, under the previous tenants but I mean that's, it's, as I said in an interview I did yesterday uh, these are commercial leases and, and once people have got a commercial lease it's really up to them to run their business how they see fit it's not not up to council to tell them how they run their business or what to do, we, we, we can't get, you know, go down that path. It's, you've got a certain amount of confidential stuff and, and, you, and uh, competition, you've got to be very careful. So, you know, and also, as I mentioned yesterday, people have got short memories because it wasn't that long ago, well, just after the cafe and the shop was built, actually. Um, it was a cafe originally, and the tenant at the time, or the, the person that had the lease at the time, um, obviously, for one reason or another, I'm not sure what the reasons were, but turned the cafe into a hardware store. It was a hardware store for probably... I don't know, 18 months, two years. I'm not exactly sure of the timeline, but it was, um, so this is not the first time it's happened. Um, but council certainly can't get involved with once you once you grant a lease, and likewise with any commercial lease, um, you know it's up to them to run their business as they like. As I said, they're still paying their rent. We're disappointed. Don't get me wrong. We are very disappointed. The cafe has got to the stage where it at, it's at, and um, we we want to see it reopen and want to see it as vibrant as we possibly can. It's important for tourism. It's important for the town. Um, so, you know, that's that's the intention. What sort of communication have you had with uh, Bill Gravia, who have the lease at the moment? Because, I mean, really, when it all boils down to it, it doesn't matter who's got it or who's doing it. It's got to be basically open and offering a service, and it's obviously not offering a service. So the communication between the residents, the leasees, the shire, I mean, it's is there enough communication between all of you? Because it doesn't sound like there is. Oh, there's been communications all along. We've expressed our concern about the, the, the delay in, in getting it up and up and running and, and having um, having it open. And we've also had constant meetings since, since it's been closed. You know, over the last two or three weeks since the announcement was made, we've had dialogue and we've, we've, we're constantly meeting with or had dialogue with with Belgravia over the best way forward. And um, and it's really up to them. I and mean, they've got to come to us now if they can, if they can find someone to take the lease on or sell the lease to someone else. Which is, which is probably what their aim is, I would imagine. Um, they'll come to council, and uh, we've, we've got to approve that, that reassignment of the lease. Once that's done, and we get new tenants in, it'll be it'll be open. But there's certainly been, you know, there's been a lot of dialogue with with Belgravia, both over the caravan park and the and the and the shop, because they've also got the caravan park as well. I, I know. I'm just I'm just about to bring that up. Was is the lease is the lease for the caravan park tied up with the lease for the cafe? Is it is it the one lease, or are they? Two separate leases. No, 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 no. There's no lease on the caravan park. What what they've got with the caravan park, uh, we tend to out a contract management, and they've got a contract manage, a contract with the shire to manage the park on our behalf. So they're they're managing the park under contract. Right. So you have some you have some sort of idea of what what's going on at the caravan park. Let me just play what Linda Johnson had to say yesterday about the caravan park, which Belgravia also take care of. Right. Have a listen to this. At the visitor centre, we've never had more complaints. Um, we've had people who have been coming up there for 35 years who promise us they're not coming back. 
the demand on the um, resources is so great that I'm sure they keep filling the spots up. But people are very unhappy with the services there, the booking procedure, also nearly every aspect. Apparently, if you look on Facebook, you see that people are told to bypass Gilderson these days. What do you think about that? Oh, look, it's not good enough. And we're also getting complaints. Um, you know, the caravan park is, is, is in need, desperate need of a refurbishment. There's a lot of money spent on it. Um, council is actually going down that path at the moment. We've we've done certain certain amount of design work or at least some some work on um, on the issues that need to be addressed uh, short term. Uh, and, and a lot of those issues and, and, and the, the things that need to be done, a lot of the public probably won't see for a start because most of those are under the ground uh, with, with the drainage. Um, both wastewater and and the water itself for the for the park, electricity. A lot of that stuff is, is going to take some time to rectify. It's been, been a long time since we've had a, a full refurbishment. But the council's intention is to over the next few years to spend a lot of money there, borrow, borrow some borrow some funds, and um, upgrade the park to a to a standard that, that it should be. We're just as disappointed it's got to a stage it has, and it's, you know, I'm not going to dodge the issue. Part of it's because of council, and I think there's there's a little bit of fault can both. Get, go towards uh, management, but also council with some of that responsibility, and, and we're, we're working through that at the moment. Yeah, well, if you've got if you've got control over the caravan park, but you don't really have much control over the cafe, then uh, I had a caller from a guy yesterday who said he took the caravan up there. He couldn't get his van in because the trees were too low, and uh, they had to come out there and chop the trees down to get the caravan in. Uh, the caravan spot wasn't level. He couldn't put the he couldn't put his van up because it, <laughs> it wasn't level. And if you've got some control over those people in the caravan park, and I'm talking about the Gravia, uh, things have got to be done very, very quickly. Not you know two years down the track while we think of think of a new plan and what we may have to do. You got to agree with that. Oh yeah, and, and look, some of those issues are, are council issues. Some some are management issues, but some are, some are certainly council issues. And yeah, look, the park's been a, one of those parks. It's historically been the same ever since it was. I guess put there. The, the, probably the bays aren't aren't big enough uh, for, for current standards, current caravans, and that's something we're going to be looking at going forward. Um, you know, it really does need. Um, a, a full, a full redesign and, and, and have a good look at, which we're currently in the process of doing. Unfortunately, these things—it's not just local government, but uh, it's going to take time, and people are going to have to be patient. We're working through it. We understand it. We we get we we're trying to address the complaints we've we've had, and I, and I'm not dodging the issue. I mean, I'm, we're recognising that it, it does need it. And if you go back through the minutes and have a look at the caravan park, we've got a caravan park um, committee, that management committee. Uh, made up of councillors and staff who are who are working diligently. They're meeting probably too fortnightly at the moment to, to work through the the issues. So it's not as though we're sitting on our hands. We are we are moving, but yeah, I can understand people's frustration in, in the time it takes and and the delay in in getting it back up to. Just uh, Ryan, how long have how long has your uh, caravan park uh, board or whatever you want to call it? How long have they been looking at the problem and looking at the issue? Because the issue has been going on for quite some time. Oh, well, the, the car- we we put that caravan um, management. Caravan Park Management Committee in place. I think oh, I'm, 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 the exact date. I'm not sure, but I, I'd say 18 months ago. And and they've been working with staff. One of the one of the main issues we we haven't been able to do too much there, and we can't do too much um, without without sorting this problem out. But there's a problem with with the uh, the site itself, and it was actually whilst it's a caravan park, it actually sat over three or four reserves. It sat over at least two road reserves. It was a I guess I can cut to the show. It was a dog's breakfast with regards to the... <laughs> that to, sounds to the, it. it absolutely well, sounds it, like it's, it's a dog's breakfast, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's been there since the 1950s, and, yeah. and I guess we were, unaware, we were unaware only until probably 18 months ago that we had these issues with the, with the boundaries and where they were. And so for council to, to, to spend money and, and you know, do what we want to do there, we had to get 
we had to get the site sorted out from a from a survey point of view, which is which has been done now. Well, it's, it's almost finished. We're just waiting on the final um, certificates. I, th- I think to come back now. We're, we're in that process. Um, so we've closed a couple of roads. We've amalgamated reserves. It has got a, there will be a dedicated caravan park site now. Whereas before, as I said, historically, it was back in the days when council just did what I wanted to do, pretty much, and yeah. put the caravan park there. And well, I think I think you're going to have plenty of opportunity to. Uh, do your refurbishments up there and fix it up because not a lot of people seem to be going up there these days, so you won't be upsetting anybody. But let's just hope well, that... I, did, uh, I, I, did, I disagree with that because it's still the bookings are still... You know, we, we had we actually had a, 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 look, quick, a good look at the bookings um, only a couple of weeks ago and it's on track pretty near as much every other year we've had for the last 10 years. So it's, you know, I'd, unless it drops off this year, um, I, I would say it's still it's still, well, it's still holding its own at the moment. Maybe maybe they've got low expectations these days, Wayne. Who knows? But let's just oh, hope everything right, gets fixed up. Let's just hope everything gets fixed up and the cafe opens and everybody carries on and plenty plenty more people get back to Gilded and like they always have. Wayne Fuster, yeah, no, Shire President good, of the uh, Shire of Gin Gin. Thanks a lot for your time, mate. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for the interest, Wayne.